0: some of the most challenging conversations that I've had in my career around HR is how to pay people, how to compensate people, how to reward people. And while Joyce and I aren't uh, what I would call compensation experts, we jump into this quagmire today and try to answer the question, can you ever get compensation right? So we talk about this, we talk about some of the things that no longer apply given today's workplace and the idea to rethink compensation practices from top to bottom. So come on in, grab a snack. Welcome. Hey, buddy. Hey, Joyce.
1: Joyce, (laughs) Joyce, Joyce. How are you? I am um, good and getting over COVID and feeling much better. So Yay, yay, yay. (laughs) Um, I have something on my mind today, though, because I I came with it sort of, um, I get a lot of HR magazines and, or I see McKinsey talking or whatever. And it was about uh, making people's salaries uh, transparent to the organization, I believe. And I remember playing with that. And I remember loving compensation design at the very top. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. But it certainly wasn't my field of expertise, but um, I thought it might be a good time to talk about compensation in that it's not, ho- compensation is not holding people to the workplace. <laughs> They're no. leaving anywhere. But, so what is the role of compensation? What are the dilemmas? I was just thinking about it and how, for me, it was important that people knew the level of their job and the bandwidth for compensation, but with, and that that could be published. Everybody could know that these jobs carry this bandwidth, but that I wondered about sharing individual. And I, if I had, I'd known I'd been underpaid. <laughs> <laughs> you oh, know, so anyway, it, 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 The dilemmas yeah. of compensation. And I remember a boss we shared, Mike, who said, you can't get compensation right. Give it up. <laughs> and I, I was <laughs> irritated by that. So can you get it? I, compens- I think he's right. I, I think it's,
0: well, you know why? I think you can get it right. And in a moment, it's already not relevant as as it was <laughs> when you created. So I, I'm glad you picked this topic uh, because a lot of beliefs that I've had are feeling, uh, challenged and i'm opening myself up to saying maybe the way it was 10 years ago 20 years ago isn't the way it is today so Uh, i'll give you an example yeah Yeah. you talked you talked about transparency even down to the individual you know salary being listed um i i you and i've talked about culture and the importance of being open and transparent the old way of thinking about compensation is that it's the proverbial third rail. You don't talk about it. You don't share what your uh, uh, pay is with anyone else. You shouldn't ask what other people get paid. And even today, when I suggest uh, to an organization that I'm helping with comp saying, you know, let's do these scales. We'll do it by role. We'll do it by however you want. And then we're going to publish them so everyone can see them. And they're like, we should
1: do that. So this whole notion of not that, that, wasn't, that wasn't the individual salaries. That was the range. For oh, the yeah, people. it was the range. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. So if, if you do, uh, you know, if you're in this particular uh, job level, you can see the range and then you can place yeah. yourself there. But, you know, um, so I'm not saying let's talk about transparency, but that's just a great example where uh, all beliefs are getting broken down and shattered. You just said another one, that pay, if you follow the trends, isn't keeping people in their saddle as far as um, not leaving their job or their company. What's another myth?
1: Or where do you want to (laughs) go? I don't know where I want to go. I... Never, I, I just had too many people that came and said to me, You're not being paid what you should be paid. Uh, yeah. Pay was not a big motivator for me. People can't seem to believe that, but I often didn't know what my pay was. I only remember one moment where I got a big hit and a big, I don't even think it was a new job. And it felt great. I remember feeling yeah. abundant and luxurious and seen. And um, it made me very, very satisfied. I thought, yeah. this is great. This, I, I felt that it wasn't like it was a compliment. It was like, yes, this, this is what I'm worth. I had that feeling of this is great. I'm not being used. I'm being paid well. I love my work onward. And then I forgot about it. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. I really did. It was just you, one moment.
0: Yeah. So if, if you just brought up something uh, really important. And I again, I think if I look at how comp was designed 10, 20 years ago, there was an element of time and role or level of position that I think had a uh, impact on women. Uh, woman. I think it had an impact on minorities, not in every example, but I think always, uh, if you're in a one down group, we designed a system that literally um, kind of put the governors on your ability to get paid, um, you know,
1: well, fairly with and we were HR and OD, one down, the function. I, um, yeah.
0: Um, yeah. I mean, uh, I I knew uh, that I was huh. the lowest paid uh, officer uh, in the company at different yeah. points in time. So, any anyway, rate, um, comp is as
1: important. Well, go ahead, Joyce. Wants no, to I was say thinking so. of what the moments when uh, my pay mattered. I had another one. I'll share another time, but I'll tell you where I didn't like it was when I got a percentage. You know, with based on performance review and, ugh, ugh. yeah, it well, felt you know, it's trivial. trivializing, uh, embarrassing. I hated having to spread money among my people because for if you want a team, you can't do that. So compensation yeah. for team. I mean, it's a what a quagmire to even have introduced this topic. Because I would want a team to be paid equally based on result. How do you have a team? And then, so, and and, you know, you had to set the market. Oh, I was just, well, you know, there's a couple things that what you just said
0: pop up. The first is that, you know, the whole notion of having uh, a benchmark against inflation or indexing, and then you end up trying to spread a two and a half percent increase across the board, that is not motivating, no. uh, you know? And, and so I think that has to go out the window. The second thing, um, and once again, this is a belief that's been challenged that I have. I've always felt that you should look to the marketplace to figure out what is the range for a particular uh, job. And it was driven by saying, Hey, okay, I want to be better than Walmart. Uh, I want to be better than, uh, you know, convenience store. I'm not sure that I can be uh, pay what target, you know, and 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 what's getting shattered is this whole notion of a living wage, uh, particularly at the lower end. It's like, you know, I know what these other companies are paying, but our culture says that we want our people to have a living wage. So we should pay X above what the market and that is a foreign concept to me. Um, but I think it's, I think it's worth, uh, you know, taking a look at, um,
1: Is it it a comfortable
0: concept for you? Well, no, because as a business person working in, in organizations where labor, uh, what you pay people is the largest variable expense. Um, you you have to, you have to choose wisely. It's like our old boss, Mike saying, you're never going to get it right. (laughs) you know, and he used to have a a line that I love. And it's like, the thing about compensation is invariably, you're going to piss people off. You just don't want to piss off the wrong people.
1: (laughs) Well, there's a lot embedded in that
0: statement. Uh, There's a lot embedded in that. And a good example of that giving high performers a two and a half percent raise, because that's kind of what the budget is. um, That doesn't motivate It, it becomes I've been told that it's an insult
1: bonuses motivate I think bonuses are a huge motivator I remember coming to work from the public sector into the private in the month that Hannaford was celebrating bonuses and I was literally a kid in a candy store there was a great big celebration with candy all over and I thought what's going on and I didn't I didn't even ask about it when I was hired And I got a bonus and it thrilled me every year. Uh, Exactly. Uh, And uh,
0: even the name of it, I think the name of it was success share. Yeah. Uh, And to me, that is those two words kind of reinforce we're going we're going to be successful. And when we do what we say, we're going to reward everyone, Uh,
1: uh, you know. And uh, so, yeah, I think uh, and, and I have. So that we would say, we know that, we like that, we would want that if we we're starting a company.
0: Absolutely. I was just going to go there. I, I work with a number of startups and they put big hairy bonuses out there and they are a stretch, but it's amazing how motivating people become. The challenge, hey, we're not going to get there doing it the same way we've always done it. We need to do X, Y, Z differently. And to me, that's a, a bonus that impacts uh, behavior and performance is uh, like the only well. It, it's the only way you should pay a bonus. Uh, if people see their fraction of the action, they can see uh, the line of sight to what the company's going after. So yeah, we agree on bonuses.
1: I'm, I'm sorry, I had a question and it just evaporated. Um, oh, I know, the a livable wage. Yeah, if you were to put your stake in the ground for a livable wage how would you back design you know retrofit the company let's say that's the stake in the ground that's that can't be a variable and 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 it would change over time what's quote a livable wage which is what what would you say it is right now uh, well, th- you
0: know, they do it uh, based on number in the household, right? Uh, but and it's different by region of the country. Uh, but here locally in North Carolina, a living wage minimum is seen around twenty-one, twenty-two dollars an hour. Okay. And I, you asked how to, how does a company, how do you uh, retrofit to that? Yeah. How? Do, well, you know, it's funny. I think I think that COVID has already done that. I mean, there were pressures to, to break the $10 an hour barrier. And, you know, to me, when I was a food line, it was inconceivable to pay a part-time high school kid uh, 10 bucks an hour uh, for any number of reasons. Now, overnight, it became a $15 an hour job. My, like, you can't even get anyone unless you're paying $15 an hour. And companies had to go back and figure out what do we need to do differently? Um, and I'll give you a very concrete example. Yeah, this that's may hard. not it may not settle well. Uh, I went into a grocery store last night at rush hours. So it's five to six o'clock. Busy store. How many lanes open? One. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How many self checkout lines open? Ten. So that that's an example where, you know, and you could are you well, you just took nine jobs away. Mm-hmm. Um but that's one way to retrofit because if your business model yeah. is low price, low cost, and you got to pay the market, you got to figure out how to do that. And it and it means some real breakthrough thinking uh, to be able to accomplish it because we're, we're so ingrained in the way we think about compensation. I'm quiet because I'm uh. thinking. Well, you know, it's, it's funny, I, I have so many uh, probably outdated beliefs. Um, one belief that I have is that pay, paying people right, so we use the living wage as an example, is an absolute have to you, it's the price of admission of mm-hmm. having your business mm-hmm. operate well. I so here's what I think can be challenged. I've been quick to say, okay, we're going to, we're going to increase everyone's pay $6 an hour. We're going to take them from 15 to 21. And I'm going to tell you right now, it won't be a long-term motivator. Uh, it, it, it over time, the bump and getting it will yeah. feel good. I can now yeah. do different things, but within a month or two, it's, it's kind of, you know, vanished. Uh, and I, that's, that may not be true anymore. I mean, people may look at their paycheck a month out, a year out, and say, I feel I'm being paid right for this job, and that makes me happy. It's like your bonus example.
1: So, oh, God, how do you help? uh, I'm trying to sort of say, how do you earn a livable wage? And does everybody get the livable wage or is the livable age possible? You are, your assumption was it's, that we need to make it livable for everybody who works in the company. That's right. Price of admission. Yeah.
0: And and I think two things end up happening. Uh, the first is traditional pay scales pay people uh, on a regular basis in terms of increase so six months a year months two years yeah exactly I think when you pay a livable wage I threw out to the organization I said I think that's out the window I mean I think what you calibrate each year is where the market is not you know we're going to give you this at six months and this at a year you know this job pays $22 an hour and we're going to regularly check the market to make sure that we're adjusting and creating a livable wage. It, it, so I think that's one if way. The adjusting. market it just, said, if
1: the market says you need to reduce it, it's not reducible. It's really not reducible. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a given, and so the business has to figure out all kinds of ways. I almost said to eliminate jobs. Well. And quite honestly,
0: they may be jobs that need to be eliminated because there aren't um, there aren't people that want
1: to do it, right? Um, you you eliminate and, jobs that people don't want to do. Well, oh, it's, it's, well, I mean, like artificial intelligence is going to be crazy.
0: It is crazy, and that's that's the reality, you know. And the idea of um, preserving a job or an industry, you know, so I think of a blacksmith. <laughs> yep. you know, yep. it's great being a blacksmith but you, there are not many of them out there uh, um, I mean so yeah I think there's a way to restructure the business model that we proved through COVID that organizations could do it but they had a crisis how do you do it as business as usual is the challenge and I don't have the answer
1: <laughs> that's why i was really quiet except well, you, to say you've got to um be willing to sacrifice somewhere it, it's going to be so in flux that you know i have a phone call coming in <laughs> <laughs> does that mean we're done <laughs> i guess no but i, I don't want to leave it hanging We've opened a can of worms. Yes, we did.
0: I want to have a comp expert come on as a guest because I feel like I'm a yes. fish floundering out of water. Well, I,
1: I don't think you are. I think you're quite expertise in it. But what we, what we know is that we, from an ODHR point of view, think a livable wage set by however you want to set it is essential It's the price of admission. If we say that's a given, then we cut back all the tiny increments, but we might allow more for performance results. Even the $21 an hour person in their team, if they create a result that moves the needle of profit, they... You know i'm big i think profit sharing and all that matters a lot so i would want yeah. that um having a structure for compensation that's flexible enough to move people around because we don't know yeah. where people are going to land with ai and all that ai um <laughs> AI. No, it's, it's AI. ai
0: it's ai, it's AI. Yeah. i know um you're like you're like the uh, uh, uh the congressman and senators calling TikTok Tic Tac. <laughs> no. They're up they're up in arms, but they can't they don't have the name of the of the app. So.
1: Or nah, the Twitter. Good. Do you do the Twitter?
0: <laughs> I'm a Tweeter.
1: <laughs> you I'm know sure.
0: you know what my uh Twitter uh byline is? Uh, what? Uh, I'm a humble grocer from Maine. <laughs> I love it. And i and I am. So, anyway, we digress. Okay.
1: We do digress, but we are. What we're saying is, this is a huge, complex, messy pile to play in to get right, and it's going to take a lot of experimentation and uh, irritation.
0: I can't. I couldn't say it better. Let's bring in a third voice. We'll do that within the next week or oh, so. so something. Stay tuned.
1: <laughs> what? You <laughs> said someone that knows something. <laughs> well, I
0: I, 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 yeah, someone that knows something. Someone that can come in and either validate some of the things we've said today or challenge them. And I love Absolutely. it. Absolutely, I'm ready. Started. I'm ready. Okay, well, bring it on. Till the next time. Adios. Okay. Adios, amigo. You know, despite how murky our conversation was uh i'm hoping that you took away a couple of really good tidbits as you look at your own compensation or that of the organization that you're with Uh, and you know what joyce and i we, we we're coming clean we need to get someone who is an expert in compensation and our promise to you is that we will have someone Uh, over the coming weeks that will not only level set and correct anything that we said, but perhaps add some of their own wisdom. So until next time, be well and be safe.